Hey, you know what I believe? I believe that every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible and I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast and here is where your courageous life starts. Okay, welcome back. And today I've got Matt Langdon with me. Now, Matt is the founder, creator, director, the big kahuna of uh, Hero Roundtable and he's an absolutely amazing guy. Proud to call him my friend and he's doing some incredible stuff and I'd really love you to hear about what he's doing. So how are you going, Matt? I'm going well. I think that's the first time I've ever been called the big kahuna you of are. Hero Roundtable, but that's uh, I'm going to adopt that forever now. I think you should. Big kahuna suits you, and uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the big man, the big boss. So it's um, and Hero Roundtable is we're going to talk more about that soon. But that's you know what, what, what something I'm very passionate about, and something you do amazingly well. So, but first, how about let's hear about Matt so that everyone can know a little bit more about you and who you are and all that kind of stuff and tell us what got what got you there and we're interested yeah yeah well I was uh I grew up mostly in Ballarat and Geelong and and in a little town in between um and then uh starting at age 21 I went to America to work at a summer camp um and it just completely changed my life uh changed yeah changed everything so I ended up moving over there uh, working full-time year-round at the camp, um, which was just a, an incredible learning experience where I, you know, learned how to work with kids, how to speak in front of large audiences, how to mow huge tracts of, <laughs> of grass and lawn and, um, you know, get rid of hornets' nests and pick locks and all kinds of um, uh, wonderful skills. skills. Yeah. yeah, unblocking toilets and <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, really was, really was. And I, so I was there for 12 years and then, uh, sort of struck off to start my own business because I, more that I was learning a lot of, of that, uh, entrepreneurial kind of, um, stuff through blogs and, um, articles and that kind of thing. And so started doing presentations in schools around, heroes and and how kids could be heroes and how they could use um hero stories to help them get through life's um ups and downs Mm. and then during during that i was exposed to sort of the psychology of why heroes act the way they do uh and so jumped jumped right into that and then really spent a number of years reaching out to people who were writing about heroism and um, doing doing experiments and research, um, uh, doing teaching, and just kept learning. I suppose I, I was just really keen to meet people that were doing similar things, and keep building my stuff out as I learned more. Um, and then 
in 2013 decided to have a conference that brought all those people together that I'd met over the years. And that was the Hero Roundtable. And it went so well that first year that it was sort of implied by everyone that I needed to do another one and um, haven't stopped really, except except for now with the coronavirus, um, have, have had to cancel a couple this year. And um, yeah, mm. so that's been six, six and a bit years of of um, really changing that to be my focus. I'm still, I still do work in front of audiences on hero training and that sort of thing, but um, that's sort of all packaged in with the Hero Roundtable now. Mm, it's an absolutely fascinating topic too. It's once you do start to delve right into it, it's just so many layers of um, heroism and why people act and why people don't act and all sorts yeah. of stuff. It's 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 a fascinating thing. I probably wasn't that exposed to it until I met you and started doing, you know, stuff with Hero Roundtable. And I guess, you know, we think of heroes as the, you know, the cartoon characters wearing a cape and a mask, but, you know, there's so many people in the community that are uh, doing amazing heroic things, you know. it's um, But there are also people that are uh, not doing amazing things, people who are bystanding and letting terrible things happen to other people. So it's, it's a very... Um, big and complex and fascinating subject and you know it's yeah like I think a... that's what I like about it is the is the breadth of it that mm. that I can be working on I can be working on superheroes and and what place they hold in our uh, society and culture but also you know during during the same day be uh, talking about everyday heroic acts and and um, unheralded heroes and uh, whistleblowers and yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a there's a great breadth to the topic, and that's mm. really suits my personality. I think I like doing lots of different things at the same time. Yep. And and delving deep. That's part of your yeah. personality too. Yeah. No, it's really really fascinating. Oh, when you said about um 2013, the first one, where did you hold that? Because you you were talking before about being in summer camps in America. So was that in America or was that in Australia or? It was. It was in Michigan. Um, yep in America and it was just just outside Flint, Michigan, which has got a, a global reputation these days for numerous bad reasons. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, as, as my life tends to go, as soon as, uh, well, we, we decided to move to Australia that year as well. So I uh, ran the Hero Roundtable in November and we moved to Australia, my the family, um, January the 1st. Um, mm. So the success of the Hero Roundtable was was definitely unexpected. I wasn't I wasn't planning to do a second because we were moving to a different continent and hemisphere. Yeah. But um, that sort of has you know that's how life goes. You just <laughs> things change and you adapt and um, it's been great. It's been great still running them over there and running a couple in Europe and and now running them in Australia as well. Yeah. So I wanted to so a couple of things on there. You said we as a family. So you met. Your lovely wife at your at the summer camps. Is that I did. am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. That and was a, a, a camp romance. Yeah, that's lovely. That's a beautiful story. And yep. and yep. you've got a, a a young girl. I think she's about uh, ten or eleven now. Something. She is ten or eleven. Yep, ten, one yeah. of those. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> and was she born in over in America or was she born? She here? was. Yeah. So she was. Uh, four five when we left four yeah. and a half when we left um so she got that she she's she's a bit yeah binational at the moment so 
Yep. She's still got a bit of that American accent and a bit of that Australian accent. It depends who she's talking to. Oh, that's wonderful. That, and she's a great kid too, by the way. Amazing kid. But you're homeschooling at the moment, so you not might not be sharing that sentiment, but we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice I paused? <laughs> well, I'm pausing too at my home. Anyway, um, <laughs> we'll move on. Uh, so there's something I was going to... She is a great kid. She is a great kid. She is it's a... just uh, everyone here is struggling to figure out what the flow is. Um, yeah, now that we're in a, we're all in the same location and it's our home and our work and our school. Yeah, we're having the same issue here. It's like before everybody was out and I had my little office and it was quiet and now we've got to sort of take it in turns to who makes noise and, you know, that who, who's making a phone call or who's recording or who's doing what. And it's actually quite difficult. But I want to talk more about coronavirus soon because I want to talk about how it's impacted Hero Roundtable. But before we move away from what you're saying, you said about um, Hero Roundtable being held in numerous countries what other countries and what other places have they been in? Yeah, so we've been in Michigan every year since 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we first expanded to the Netherlands in a place called Nijmegen, which is one of the oldest c- cities in Europe, yeah. um, which wow. was a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. Um, still, still talk to those people over there that we ran that with. Um, and then the next year went to London. Um, after that, I think was the first one in Yarram, possibly, uh, in Australia. And then San Francisco two years ago, about now, I think it was. Um, I think I saw some photos of a, a couple of Portuguese women that came to the San Franciscan event and they were saying it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, and that's it. So we, uh, yeah, you and I were going to be in New York last month to mm. do... No, this, this month. month. Was it this yeah, month? this month. My God, April. what a long month. So yeah, a few weeks that's, ago. That's insane that it was only a few weeks ago. Should yeah, have so there, yeah. it's, you know, it, it, it continues to, to get interest um, from people around the world. So, I, you know, I'm always keen to examine opportunities to, to run it. Um, and New York was sort of presented on a platter this year and then... Uh, then coronavirus happened and it has not happened in New York yet, but I'm sure it will. Mm, coronavirus is very inconsiderate on a lot of levels, isn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, they didn't, yeah, we didn't get any, yeah, we didn't give them any permission or anything like that, but no, it's, the coronavirus people. No, not at all. And it's um, really has hit New York very hard. So it's very lucky that we didn't continue and go there. It's... um. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, we, yeah, the timing was probably great for us, really. It get, we had enough of a uh, notice there to say, yeah, it's definitely not happening. It's clear that this is going to get, get bigger and, and worse. It wasn't clear that New York was necessarily going to be as badly hit as it no. has been, but it was pretty clear globally that it, it was, was advancing. Be. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we were lucky, you know, if, if it had have uh, expanded, Two weeks before, we would have been in a, a world of hurt, I think. Mm, I, yeah, I, yes, we would have. It would have been a terrible. But there's a lot of people hurting and it's um, it's about moving or moving around, you know, adjusting things and that kind of thing. It's So with because you had the uh, New York Hero Roundtable lined up for the start of April and then also a, another event lined up for the start of May in Yarram in Australia, 
uh, which clearly can't go ahead either at the moment because of social distancing and everything else. So you've 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 done a bit of a pivot to make sure. I I know you, and I know that would have pained you. You know that all the effort that's gone into it, and all the speakers and everything else. And what what could we do to bring it? to everybody and you did so do you want to talk about what you did because I think it's um important that people while this virus is absolutely devastating and it really is ruining a lot of people plus killing people which is even even worse but it's really um shifting the way we have to do business and it's throwing a lot of people off there's a lot of people who have not managed to find an alternative way to do things but there's a lot of people who are saying well I've got no choice I have to do something different to get ahead or at least to get through this you know through this time and maybe I can carry it on to the future so you kind of shifted a little bit for the New York one so tell us about that yeah I I ended up doing an online uh version went over three days where I connected with people speakers that were previous speakers or or people that were going to be speaking in New York and did some zoom uh, events and did some Instagram live and you know that I I sort of decided to do that about six days before (laughs) before the weekend (laughs) but that was because I was watching what others were doing and and looking at the technology and how people were experiencing it and I didn't want to just jump in and say we're going to do this do this thing mm. um so I scheduled it so it was sort of an hour slot at a time um and used zoom after watching how people other people were using it um instagram live interviews seemed to really um blow up around that time as well that mm. uh and they seemed to really work. So yeah, it sort of started, I think it really started with um, talking to Joe Gatto about doing an Instagram live. And he said, yeah, let's do it to, on, on the day that we would have been in New York together. Yeah. And then I thought, well, what, you know, maybe I can do that with a few other people. And then um, there were so many people who wanted, who were happy to jump on board that it just sort of kept, kept growing. And all of a sudden I was up at six in the morning on a Sunday or not up at six, but 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 on online at six, um, talking to people in America and Europe, and it just felt really good. Uh, there was a I got a lot of positive reinforcement out of that on mm. on the value of the the round the Hero Roundtable events and the community that's formed around it. People were really enjoying um, that ability to connect with with those like minded people, and it just. Yeah, I think it. I think it happens every time I run one, but it, I, I'm always surprised by how much people value the experience. I, f- I forget in between, mm. and then it happens, and and people are uh, people react really positively. And I think the same thing happened with that. That I was not expecting it to be much of anything. It was just more a, an opportunity to chat with some people. But you know, there were some people that really. Um, really really enjoyed it so yeah. uh, that's opened my eyes to you know what what else could we do around that or in that space um i'm i, I don't think online st- online communication is is replacing in person at all i don't think it was anywhere near the experience of of people coming together but i'm yeah. also very aware that a lot of people will not want to come together after this um for some time so i've just got to that that's what i'm doing at the moment is just watching um watching what people are 
comfortable doing and um, yeah. yeah so well yeah, so I'm trying to put the newsletter out and email every couple of weeks to keep that connection going and um, yeah like I say just watching to see what might be the appropriate next step Mm. No, well, it was really fantastic. I participated in it and watched a couple when I could, but it was really, really valuable and people were really, really getting into it. When you talked about, um, you know, it's not the same as a live event. Well, that's true, but nothing is, you know, when you're in person and you're getting that energy, it's it's incredible. And so I've spoken at a few of the Hero Roundtable events and and in particular, Michigan last year, which was just incredible. So that's where it started. And you can you can actually feel that's where it started. It's just got that real yeah. root energy to it. You know, it's it's incredible. But the the uh, because you're the organizer, you know, and I do this myself with my own conferences, is that you're buzzing around. You know, you've got that many things on your mind, and you've got to make sure this goes with this and that goes with that. You know, that you you're not really getting the time to immerse in the energy that's buzzing around around you even though you do feel it but as a you know as a someone who's not organizing it who's attended you know quite a few of them and been there and spoken or just been there for fun it's 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 an amazing energy you know I really 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 sort of uh, suggest if anyone gets a chance to go to one please go to one because uh, they're incredible events you know 20 or 30 people depends where it is talking about just little journeys you know 12 minute talks about journeys and about um heroic acts and it doesn't have to be just about heroic acts some are in theory some are in practice some are telling their stories and it's just it really really um wakes people up and and i think the thing i really love about it is the community is really strong you've got this amazing gathering of people who want to do good and the people who come who feel like others are doing good are suddenly awakened to the fact that hey maybe I can do good too you know it, it gives these people permission to say you're valuable your story is valuable your life is valuable your contribution is valuable it really has a significant impact on people and you know I, sometimes I do think you overlook that but um, you always do when you're the organizer of something it's very very hard you know to be thinking on multiple levels about how everyone's feeling yeah, I and I see it. I certainly see it, and that's and I am reminded every time. And so I get those. I get to really immerse and and experience what people are experiencing at the at the start. I always have a speaker dinner uh, yeah. with the volunteers and the speakers get together and just um, and then at the end as well and in the evenings um, at the hotel and hanging out. It's really clear that people are getting a lot out of it. The speakers and the attendees mm. and so that's the part that where, yeah where I get that reinforcement I love organizing them and being and making making them run um with the team that it's I've got this incredible group of people who turn up every time and just say what can I do and how to, yeah. you know and it it just we do a really good job of um putting these on and yeah. people are surprised uh to know how little we spend and how little we make on these because it's it is really a labor of love it's um mm. yeah there's so there's well, you know there's a great group of people who were all planning to be in new york for this for example and just you know they um they were all they were all bummed to not be in new york and so that that little buzz um i think on the online version really helped 
Mm, I do too. Yep. And you could see everybody was felt connected again. And and there's been a lot of disconnection because of this, you know, virus yeah. and it's um but it really you could really see it was like a family coming back together. So yeah, it was really lovely. Now when you were thinking about putting Hero Roundtable together, you know, the Mich- Michigan, the first one, what what sort of challenges or personal barriers or personal self doubts or thoughts or you know, what what sort of challenges came, presented themselves to you that you wondered whether you could go ahead with it or not? Um, I think it was overestimating um, the percentage of people that were following what I was doing that would put the money down and come. Yeah. I, I think I'd been to a couple of conferences and seen how many people turned up and um, how much they were paying and so it was was judging uh, judging stuff on that and and hugely misjudged <laughs> lost lost so much money on that first one because I was trying to create this all-encompassing experience so everyone got their lunch and dinner included and um, everyone got all the swag and um, so that that was one of the things that went sort of wrong I don't know that I had too many doubts going into it I had a a guy hyper connected guy um, working with me on that first one who brought in a lot of sponsors and a lot of um, schools to the event Um, we also had the people that I'd been communicating with for years coming from all over the world to be there yeah Um, so there was a I, I yeah, I didn't. I, I was pretty confident in my ability to pull it off because of my experiences at camp. Yeah. Um, like I said, the the number of skills that I learned there was that was so helpful in running this event. Um, you know, we I really learned about putting on an experience for customers. So whether mm. they were the kids or the parents, um, but also how to best use a team you know get get the skills out out in front um so i don't know all the all the barriers that i had were worrying that we weren't going to have enough money to make it happen and the getting people there it was a lot Mm. harder to get the word out than i thought and so yeah yeah i think that's that they were the concerns I completely understand that. It's uh, we have the same issue with girls with hammers. You know, it's the it's the yep. getting the word out. It's the getting in front of people that is the you you know you're bringing a really good experience, but it's getting the getting it in front of people is a really difficult. It is a really difficult thing. You know, some of us are great at it and some of us aren't. But anyway, um, so when you when you did that first one and you did lose some money because you know I felt that too with my own stuff and it's you know you do have a bit of a bummer you know afterwards thinking oh god I don't know if I can keep doing this because it comes out of your pocket um, what what was it that made you step back up and say no bugger it I'm going back in for another shot well I think that one probably wasn't I didn't didn't have that experience with that one because there was so much um commitment to the following year so yeah we you know i had our, our chief sponsor that year got up on stage at the start of the second day and just said we are coming back we're doubling our um financial contribution i'm going to bring 100 people from our business wow. um 
I had this big old grand theater say, we want you to come to our venue. So that second one was probably um, not, I didn't have that problem. Um, after the second one, there was a split. Um, and so we went to a different geographical place. So about an hour away uh, and sort of had to start again. And I, again, underestimated uh, or overestimated um, how many people would follow us an hour away. And so that's when I had that experience of, oh my God, what's the point? Mm. So it was, it was, um, again, it was hard to get the people there. Uh, the speakers had an incredible experience, I remember, but I was just horrified at how few people were in the audience. Um, and I was traveling to another country to do it. And so there was a lot of money just in that. Yeah. Um, so I think the, what kept me going was those, those people in Michigan who said, we've got it, you've got to come back. We, and, and they jumped in to help whether that was, um, the volunteer group that had been there in, in Flint, um, the manager of the sales manager of the hotel, who was just like, I can help make this happen. And there was another sponsor who said, we just, you've got to come back. We, you know, what else can we do? Who can we introduce you to do? And, um, it was that, it was that having that team around that said, no, this is important and we're going to help you. Mm. And that's always been the case for me is, um, that, having that team of people who you just know want to make things happen. Um, And that's another thing learned at camp is you can, you just got to put, you've just got to have a team around you and um, you can make anything happen. Mm. So it's not, it's not really like that you felt you had to go back because of the expectations of others. It's because the, the people around you were showing that you, that what you were doing is valuable and it had a lot of worth. Really? Yeah, and they were willing to put the work in, and they did. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's very hard to to get anything happening in a different continent, and mm. they were on the ground during the year, just working their their asses off to make sure it came back. Um, which is, you know, they they want the event to happen for because they love being there, and that's why I keep running it too. It's I, I I'm essentially running the conference that I want to attend. So it's, um, it's just a great confluence of, of people wanting the same thing, mm. I think. So I was about to ask you what is your big why for you do this, but I think you just answered it anyway by saying it's the conference that you want to attend. Well, that's, that's certainly part of it. I think, the more, I think more is I love putting on events with people. I love creating things with people, let's say. And mm. the... Um, uh, that I, I just love I just love doing that. And there's a there's a um, show on Netflix called Chef's Table that profiles an in, a chef each episode. And I remember watching this sort of much discussed episode in the first season, and and this guy described his experience as um, he sort of he he'd had a bunch of success on TV and with books and with with restaurants, and he um, all he did now was uh, not all he did, but his main thing now was he put on amazing dinners in amazing places. And he said he brings together this group of chefs and they just make it, make all the magic happen. Mm. And he, his, his quote was something like, uh, we, I just have this, this band of gypsy, um, 
gypsies, gypsy something, and and we just come together, make magic, and then everyone goes back to their own lives. <laughs> and I think good. that's such a such a great description of here at Roundtable. Yep. We really uh, love coming together, spending that time together, and that that crew. You know, we've had experiences all around the world together um, that that we just always talk about every time we get back together and then mm. have new experiences, whether that's, you know, coming to Australia, um, it's going to London and the Netherlands and um, all the pieces of adventure that happen there in San Francisco. Um, there's just these uh, shared experiences that just make it easier and easier to want to keep making it happen. Yep. It is like a family. You know, I know these people oh, you're yeah. talking about, you know, they are wonderful, absolutely wonderful. And, and to be in their company is is extraordinary. So, yeah. Yeah, you can feel it, can't you, when you, you really come in as a, yeah. as a speaker. And, and it, yeah. it happens to those new speakers. And you saw that in Michigan last year with, yeah. with some of those people that came in and just like, oh, my God, these are my people. Like yeah. Nicholas and Christy and mm-hmm. um, they just, it's, it, yeah, it's, and it always happens. There's always, you know, five or six of the speakers that just cling on to that family yep. and, and, are, and are there forever. Well, I, <laughs> it I just agree. expands each year. Yeah, I agree. And I'm one of them, you know. it's And I, yeah. I've said that many times in my own home, you know, is that that's my family. You know, I really, really feel connected to that beautiful HRT family. It's really, mm. it's, a, it's a really important it's that that it really fulfills that sense of belonging, but it's it's not just fulfilling it because out of security. It's it's a stimulus, you know. It's incredible. So, it's yeah. Yeah, that's what that was a big piece of it for me at the start was um, getting those people together to to remind each other that what they're doing is important mm. because it gets lonely when you're yep. uh, working away in your home office or. Mm-hmm. or whatever it is, um, and you, you're facing all those struggles on a regular basis and just getting together with these other people that have those same struggles but also share that ambition for whatever it is, the research or the pro-social activity, uh, you know. Yeah. It's it's really reinforcing. And, you, and I hear that every time we run it. And mm. I remember Nicholas... Domingo, that first night uh, this last year, he just was, he just sort of kept saying, this is crazy. This is crazy. <laughs> as he met you or as he met, uh, you know, yeah. each different person, like, I can't believe this, like these people are, exist and I'm in the same room as them. And, and we're all thinking the same thing about him. Like, yeah. <laughs> how are you, how do you exist? And how, what, you know, how do you do what you're doing? Yeah. So it's, that's a big part of it. Oh, it's an amazing gathering, uh, that's for sure. Now, um, you, so at the moment we're all stuck at home and, you know, trying to organise online work and all that kind of stuff and quite a few of us have pivoted from training in person to training online and you've just recently, I just saw a post from you yesterday about uh, some work that you're about to undertake for training nurses around the world. Do you want to share a bit about that? Yeah, so I did a, a program um, in Queensland a couple of years ago for, for a nursing school um, around hero training and, and seeing their own role as um, as people doing good and um, in the world and also how to stand up to cultural um, or not like cultural issues in the sense of the workplace, yeah. um, bullying and hierarchy and all that kind of stuff. 
And uh, they just reached out to me again uh, this week uh, to for a project around uh, supporting the mental health of nurses for, for, for that are going through this right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're worried. This is the International Council of Nurses. So they sort of stand over um, or as a, uh, they act as an umbrella for all the different um, nursing associations around the world. Um, oh, yeah. So there's about 20 million nurses that they indirectly um, support. So they're really worried about mental health right now and the mental health of the nurses in six months, six years' time. Mm-hmm. So they wanted um, wanted me to do some work around just just noticing um, that, that the nurses are going through this right now because there's a lot of people acting um, pretty selfishly, selfishly around the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the nurses are feeling unseen. But also some practical pieces that they could do um, to help with their mental health or to help um, place themselves in the world, um, that they're not just lambs to the slaughter, that they're, they're really important people that are doing important work. Um, yeah. and, and we realize it's risky, um, but maybe some different ways that they can think about that, um, that risk and that role and that uh, service that they're providing. So it's all pretty fresh. I just had the conversation with them yesterday, but um, I I did post on Facebook yesterday, and you saw that, and and I've had lots of people um, reach out. So I'm not sure what the form is going to take yet, but it's going to be bite-sized chunks because nurses, you know, haven't got a lot of time to mm. to spend watching an hour lecture or or going through a worksheet or anything like that. So it's it's probably going to be short videos, possibly short podcast bites um but something they can consume maybe on the way to work or on the way to sleep um Mm. but they you know that a lot of the nurses have got time to get home have a cry and get some food maybe and then they're back at it again so it's um yeah so that's really exciting and um i'm glad they asked me to Mm. sort of put my time towards that because that's what I've got to offer at the moment is time. There's no, you know, I don't need to get paid for things necessarily right now and which is I know is an incredibly lucky position to be in. But um, we live in a, a country that um, is probably top in the world, among the top in the world as places to be right now. So oh, I'm feeling, feeling pretty giving um, yeah. around that. And I could just, you know, I know some nurses in America, for example, that are really really struggling so um Mm. yeah i'm excited to put that together that's really fantastic it's um the nurses are are truly truly undervalued you know it's uh there's a lot of people who are really raising the flags for them you know and saying hey look we need to really honor these guys and i i think they're doing an amazing job and it's actually quite a scary job you know they're turning up to work every day not knowing what to expect and I, i i think they're heroes i think they're doing amazing jobs so when that when that comes about you know when you start to kick that off or whatever make sure you let, let us know so we can advertise it too for you and you know get yep, the word out do. there and that sort of stuff so yeah that's good and it's uh, the other thing too uh, about that is that some of us are feeling and, and I'm feeling it too although I've kind of shifted a little bit from what I'm doing but feeling a little bit helpless do you know you're feeling like mm-hmm. um 
well, what what can I do? What do I have to offer? You know, for me, it's it's doing this podcast and doing some, you know, I, I sing a song on Facebook every day and it's, you know, not great because I've lost my voice for four years and it's just come back. So it's rusty, but it's bringing joy. And I think at the moment where, uh, you know, us giving people are all sort of looking for ways to, how do we give back and how do we feel valuable and how do we make other people feel good, you know, in this time? So, you know, all of these things are really valuable. But I think your nurses thing is way more valuable than my songs, but it's just, it's about how we find what we've got, what capacity we have to give. You know, it's it's important and we've all got something. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, absolutely. And that, and but it, it, there is a real spirit of helping around the world at the moment as well and yeah. i think that gets a lot less press than uh the few people that are protesting or doing stupid things um yeah that you know it's the people who are delivering food unheralded that you know to the people that are vulnerable in their communities it's um it, there's all sorts of giving in the world at the moment and i think that's a great place to be and um, as you said, it's a terrible time for, for, in varying degrees, I suppose, for, for lots of people. Yeah. Um, but but it, it, is, it is one of those, you know, you hear wartime stories of people who just did incredible things for each other. And yeah. um, I think that's something to focus on. I think, I think there's a lot of negative in the world that needs to be focused on and kept... Um, we need, we kept need, in the limelight yeah, for yeah yeah, the yeah there's some right. stuff getting yeah. yeah exactly right so mm. yeah but i think there is that there is a feeling um a broad feeling of of helping and and compassion um, i do too that we need to amplify as well and i hope we can come out the other side of this perpetuating that you know that it's still yeah. going and still going and i read a a beautiful story of a young man i, I don't know how old he was maybe in his 30s but he had an elderly neighbor an old man and he was the young man was cooking the old man dinner every single night but he was cooking him a main meal and dessert and he'd ring him up uh just you know earlier in the day like in the afternoon say oh this is what we're having for dinner tonight and i just want to make sure you're okay and he'd 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 take it over and the the old man said it's you know it's the most loved he's felt in a long long time and it's it's you know hopefully that can continue i don't know if that young man's got a job that he won't be able to continue it but who knows you know i, I just hope that this love for our neighbors um really does continue it's we could actually use this moment as a, a a great catalyst you know for a better world if we if we all put our minds to it it's a yeah it's for sure but anyway um well, I really, I really have enjoyed all this information, and so I really would love people to, uh, you know, check out the website HeroRoundtable.com and have a look for, you know, upcoming events. Is not going to be there at the moment because of we don't know what's coming in the world. But there's there's a blog you can subscribe to the newsletter. You can listen to Matt's podcast. You can get on Hero Roundtable YouTube and listen to some of the talks um uh, instagram that's yep. that's the hero roundtable isn't it i think just yep. at hero roundtable at for, hero roundtable okay yep, for twitter and, instagram facebook okay and facebook as well so it's if you get a chance and you know it's been it's all over the world so if you check out you know this might actually have to be six months time or a year's time who knows how long this is going to be but if you get a chance to get to one of these events please go because it's I can't tell you how much it brings you to life and you know it's 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 an amazing feeling and 
Matt, you know, I, you know, you and I are great mates, and we get together. Well, not at the moment, but you know, and I, <laughs> I see, you know, some of the, some of the, you and I both share a lot of uh, similar challenges and similar personal, you know, um, motivation at times because we're so. It's a long time between drinks, you know, when we're doing some of these events, and it's, yeah. it's um. It's just one of those things that just really needs to be highlighted as as a great thing in the community, and it's the the more people that tap into the hero's journey and to recognise their own the hero's journey in their own life, and to realise that they've got more to give than they think they have, and that they're more they're more worthy than they think they are. You know, it's the things like the hero roundtable that really really bring that out in people and. There needs to be more of it in the world, and um, sadly, there's not. But what you're doing, Matt, is um, is an amazing thing. And you know, sometimes it's easy to get down about stuff like this because it's not happening all the time. But you know, it's it's and it's sometimes it's hard to remember that what we're doing, the things we're doing, is uh, literally changing the world. And you're one of those people. And you know, personally, I'm really proud of what you do. And really excited by what you put into the world it's, it's well, fantastic thank you and I, yeah, I think it is important to yeah to connect with people uh to help you remind yourself of what you're doing that's a yeah. a big thing for me because you can get into a slump where you just don't you're not talking to people and i think um you forget what you're doing you forget why you're doing and how it's how it is affecting people so yeah. i would encourage anyone listening to to make sure you're reaching out to people yeah, I agree, especially in this time. Yeah, really yeah. important. Oh, well, I've had a wonderful um, time chatting with you, Matt. As always. <laughs> I know, as always. It's, you're <laughs> full of great information, but full of full of um, hope and inspiration as well. So, so thank you for joining us, and I really hope people get on and start to enjoy some of the wonderful stories that are out there within the Hero Roundtable sphere it's um thank you very much for having me oh it's absolutely my pleasure so all right well you take care in this time and we'll catch up with you very very soon excellent thanks again thank you wow that was awesome so that was matt langdon from hero round table and seriously guys check it out because it's just the stuff in there just makes you feel so good and it makes you rem- it reminds you that you know you too are a hero and you know that's something that's important to me that I want people to see the great the great that's within every single one of us can do amazing things so so thanks for joining us really hope you're enjoying this and we'll uh, catch up with you next week see you later Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.